organic this way is it I, I feel like i'm just getting dunked out all the time well i mean but that's organic too so <laughs> well, not really that, I, that's I just part of our just dunking david oh. yeah, just <laughs> organic non-gmo dunking <laughs> dunkaroos oh dude dunker hey, no, no, no. That, that's gonna, <laughs> the sidebar dunkaroos that's gonna cause an entire rabbit hole we're not I'm just gonna talk that. just we're just gonna talk about 90 <laughs> snacks for 20 minutes dude fruit by the foot fruit roll-ups gushers oh we're already <laughs> starting dude oh god dude it's like we've crossed the event horizon it's too late to go back oh, oh man remember have... event horizon <laughs> Man, all, right, all right, hey, hey, all right, hey, hey, I got the title. Up. I got to, I got this episode's title. It's, it's Dunkaroos, right. uh, Dunkaroos and Event Horizon, or something like that. Something Event along, Horizon. and then colon Dunkaroos. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, isn't that what I said? <laughs> no, I, you said the other way around. Yeah, dumbass. What? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, it's so much better dunking on David. <laughs> no, but this one, I'm I'm right for once. <laughs> why are you booing me? I'm right. Why would I put it? Why would I put a boo track in mine? Like, <laughs> be like, well, that's what the people want. They want to hear me getting booed, so I'm just gonna put this in, even though I was right. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, I, back I, back to the movie we'll of the week. The, we'll play the tape back and see what you said versus what I said. And yeah, I said Event Horizon. Colon Dunkaroos. I could have sworn you said Dunkaroos colon Event Horizon. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if you're right. Yours sounded worse. Did anyone get the Popeye sandwich? Cool. Okay. No. no. Did no. you? Boy, did I not. <laughs> I tried to. Um... <laughs> what day was it? I, Sunday, I pulled up, and I think the Popeyes near my house was like straight up closed because like they ran out of chicken so hard. What the chicken, the chicken or the, just the sandwich? I don't know. I pulled up to the drive-through and they just had a cone blocking it off, and they had a sign saying no more chicken sandwiches. It just looked like they were closed. So many people Wait, probably so you're came. Telling me that literally at this point, like nobody wants anything else besides the chicken sandwich. Well, no, I was gonna say that. They probably, like, so many people came to try the chicken sandwich, but then when they got there and found out they ran out, they're just like, okay, I'll take eight-piece. Mm. So, I don't know. <laughs> they were closed, and then, uh, so I think two, my two attempts uh, came up short. What about you, Ben? How many times have you tried? Twice. No good. But I did get Popeyes in the process. So. I mean, yeah, so, I mean, it's not, all, it's not all bad. Okay. It's not bad at all, honestly. I, I tried once. That was last Wednesday? When all went to the uh, Popeyes slash uh, Chevron, that's combined by my work. What? Yeah, it's it's a gas station with yeah. a Popeyes attached. I have a I have, the one by my work is a Shell Popeyes. What the fuck? What kind of places do you guys live in? Do you get like a special combo meal, like two gallons and a like a two piece or some shit? That would be awesome. Uh, if only 
That'd be awesome. It'd be like a free chicken sandwich. No, a uh, a chicken sandwich with every full fill up of tank of gas or something like that. Ten gallons of tank or something. Uh, then we'll 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 sell you a chicken sandwich. Yep. <laughs> or vice um, versa, you buy enough chicken sandwiches, you get a free tank of gas. Ooh. If you can actually, if you're willing to wait for a chicken sandwich, then you can get a tank of gas. But we we asked actually it was during lunch, and so some of us like we asked some of the people who had actually gotten like, dude, how long have you been here? And he's like, uh, over an hour. And I was like, holy moly, like, dude, how good these could these possibly be? Apparently they're the best from what I've read. Are the Howlin' Rings? Well, I guess best of the chain sandwiches, you know, Chick Fil A, and then whoever else, Wendy's. Rays and Canes. What's up? Do you like Wendy's? Do you like Wendy's? Dude, it's been a while since I've been to Wendy's. But do you like it? Well, last time I remember, yeah. Why? Do you like Wendy's? That hits your face? Woo! (laughs) Got him. This episode brought to you by Wendy's. Try the new spicy chicken nuggets. Enter code uh, DoorDash at at Grubhub.com. Okay. So besides the uh, us all three of us striking out on Popeye's chicken sandwiches, do you guys any attempt any other viral activities? Viral activities. Well, I don't know. This is such a like <laughs> oh, this is such a like, social media thing. I don't know what's the, let's see what's going on in social media these days. This is your weekly social media update. <laughs> Latest trends. By the time we talk about it, it's probably no longer trendy. All right, so here we go. Top 10 social media trends. Here we go. As reported by my mom on Facebook. Go ahead. (laughs) This is brought to you by Quicksprout.com. Number one, live video continues to thrive. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, No no big surprise there. The internet Uh, just keeps growing. Number two. Chatbots are taking over, and that's number two. Jesus. Number three, influencer marketing is evolving. I mean, as, as the three of us know that, as we are <laughs> now influencers with the smashing success of our podcast. We're influencing Joe. We're influencing yeah. his sleep schedule. Bye, Popeyes. See, number four, brands are taking advantage of paid advertisements. Brought to you by I a would, new chicken I cert- sandwich. I would certainly hope so. I mean, otherwise, what are they paying for? They're uh, not paying us, though. That's true. Soon, one of these days. Five, number five, social listening? Is that like they're listening? Ra- to- raise your hand if you think your computer is watching you and listening to you. Oh, so yes, because it is. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, number six, brands are leveraging user-generated content. So they're basically stealing. Nice. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Number seven, augmented reality. When was this written? <laughs> this kind of <laughs> reminds me... This almost reminds me of that part where... Uh, during the Christmas party and for the office, when Michael Scott pulls up this, like, the 10 things that you have to ask if you think that someone is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, it's like, has your alcoholism ever caused you to question the teachings of the Mormon church? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, waiting for, like, number eight or number nine to be like, do you ever feel social media has ever pulled you away from the teachings of John Smith? <laughs> uh, number eight, ephemeral content. So, like, your Snapchats and your Instagrams. Let's see. Number nine, referral traffic and organic reach are declining. Uh, I don't really know what that means. Let's see. Wait social a minute. Tra- I, I was asking what the social trend, the social media trends were like. What's hey, viral now? This is. You're just. This is just a report about hey, 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 what hey, hey, <laughs> social media has done. <laughs> this article is literally titled "Top Ten Social Media Trends." Okay. 
<laughs> Number nine, yeah. referral uh, referral traffic and organic reach are declining. Right. I guess what? I get. I know what number ten is. What? Emoji. <laughs> no, no, number ten. Tide pods. Number 10 is small businesses are increasing their social presence. That's what number 10 is. I can't believe I just gave this website my click. Oh, my God. Uh, actually, you gave, it, you gave it some social presence because now we gave them free advertising using user-generated user content. Oh, fuck. You're welcome. I've fucked it good this time. All right, go ahead, Stu. Go ahead and plug the, plug the website that you aren't getting paid for. No, I already plugged it. I'm not gonna plug it again. <laughs> so this that was your that was your social media update 2019. Breaking news, yeah. So that was the how, how do you do, fellow kids segment of our show. Stay in school. <laughs> Don't do drugs, but if you do them, do them safely. Get consent before you do drugs. <laughs> ask ask your drugs for their consent. Permission. <laughs> Permission to come aboard. <laughs> <laughs> Permission to trip the fuck out. Uh, so, uh, what have you guys heard about in movie news lately? Outside of the Spider-Man thing from last week, I really haven't heard very much. I know It 2 is coming out this week. Next week. Oh, Next week. week. Oh, okay. Yeah, September 6th, I think. Oh, uh, Matrix 4 got confirmed. Like an official sequel. So. It is by the, the Mike Wazowski's, right? One of them. I'm not sure about the other one, but Len, I can't remember her name. Is it, the, is it the lesser one or the the better one? Like, who carried the load most through the original? I don't know. I mean, does, which, hmm, I don't know. But it what is, is going to be an official sequel. Keanu Reeves confirmed to come back along with Carrie Moss. And I don't know if Lawrence Fishburne was part of that news. I don't see why he they wouldn't try to get him since they're already doing John Wick, like, Come on. You think I, know, that, I mean, they're on set together, just like, hey, hey, Lawrence, uh, you want to do hey, the project with me? Yeah, yeah it's like Morpheus again, and in between, wear the tiniest yeah. sunglasses. In between takes, they just, you know, walk across the lot to the next, to the <laughs> to the other one. And, to the Matrix set? Yeah, to the Matrix set. And then they'll do a quick scene, and they'll walk back to John Wick. Yep, there you go. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know any of news. I mean, D23 was this past week. So there was a lot of Disney news, I guess. For the for the uneducated audience uh, mm -hmm. about that information, Ben, can you fill us in what came out of D23? Yeah, so D23 this past yeah. weekend, huge Cause... Disney convention. You know, what, pretty much everything Disney-related got some sort of news announcement, whether it be from, like, animated movies from Disney Studios to live-action affairs to Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, you name it. Uh, a lot of Marvel news, of course. They did address the uh, the Disney-Sony split. However, it was very non-committal, I guess, pretty much. Uh, Tom Holland got on stage, said that, uh, you know, he's going to keep playing Spider-Man, but... He never really answered the the big question, is it going to be under Disney or is it going to be under Sony? Never got that answer. Aside from that, they announced a whole bunch of other stuff like uh, Kit Harrington. He's going to be in the MCU now, so that's nice. pretty cool. Is he going to be a bad guy or a good guy? I'm not too sure because, honestly, uh, I don't know too much or I don't know anything about this upcoming movie, The Eternals. 
That would be that is not in my I feel like I feel like I came across that a long time ago as I was reading about the MCU or not the not the MCU, but just the regular MU, I guess. Sounds vaguely familiar. Well, nothing about this rings any bells for me. I mean, the cast already looks pretty good. There is a Korean star in it, not Korean American, but Korean. So real quick. So what you're saying is when this movie comes out, we have to go watch it out quick Korean. I mean that's not really a question, really. It's, right, it's, I was just, I'm just confirming. <laughs> um, I know they say the like, well, yeah, especially the chocolate one, right, Ben? I'm not ben. even gonna acknowledge that. <laughs> let's just, let's just glaze over that. There'll be Korean Popeyes and moving chocolate on, popcorn. Ooh, moving okay. on, there are was some good Star Wars news and tidbits. Uh, some oh yeah, the uh, footage. The uh, what's the show called? The Mandalorian. Oh my god. I'm really, really pumped for that. Hopefully it'll be as good as the trailer kind of alluded to with, with how like gritty and like kind of go- like dark it's going to be. Yeah, it, it looks like it's going to be kind of driving off of character interactions and just tension between that. So I, I'm pretty excited about that, honestly. And it's being show run by John Favreau. That's got to be good. It's got to be. And uh, there was some footage that leaked uh, a while ago. It was like an 11-minute clip, and it kind of gave you an idea of how an episode would go, but I, I really liked it. Kind of like a slow burn, but we'll mm. see if that holds up for the rest of the series. I, uh... And aside from that, uh, the other biggest news that came out of the D23 was that we are getting an Obi-Wan TV show. Oh yeah, I, I thought I thought I saw an article somewhere, some someone saying Ewan, Ewan fuck, what's his name? Ewan McGregor. It's, Obi-Wan can know. It's Ewan, right? Or Ewan. I, don't know. I thought it was Ian. Ian no, it's not. No, it's not Ian. You stupid. It's like, that's... Connor McGregor. Connor, Connor McGregor. Oh, yeah, Connor McGregor. That's right. Okay, so he's reprising his role as Obi Wan. Pacquiao returning as Anakin. Oh, you you have to use the Force. Uh, that was that was bad Irish. Oh, oh shit! Wait, that was Irish. Don't you know. It started off good at Irish, but then I kind of lost it at the end. This has like, been brought to you by Lucky Charms. <laughs> on channel. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so like in that same vein, I recall seeing a. It was like a click. I don't know if it was clickbait, but I see him and I don't like to click on him just because. Yeah. But it was saying something about how the Disney Plus is going to be like cheaper. Like the subscription is cheaper than like it said most other streaming services. So I'm guessing it's like what under ten dollars. It is uh, six ninety nine, I believe, yeah. or seven ninety nine. Yeah, and then they said if you buy two years, you get the third year free. What kind of idiot would do that, though? I mean, come on. Like, I mean, I'm, ass- so I'm assuming Ben Somali is one of those idiots. That is so committal. You have to put down $147 for three years of content. You don't even know that's coming out. Like, you don't even know how the UI is going to work. You don't know <laughs> what kind of like, quality or anything. You know, you're just going into a blind and saying, like, man, I really love Disney. I sure am an idiot. Just throwing money at them. But God, thank God none of us are idiots, right? Didn't right? we do the exact same thing for Destiny, too? Yeah, good thing none of us <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good thing none of us idiots took a sick day ap- the day after it released because they were upset that uh, all his friends were able to connect to the Destiny 2 servers while he just sat there listening. And he needed to level up. Yeah, while he just sat there listening to his friends have a good time while his Destiny 2 never connected. Yeah, good thing none of us did that. Ooh, yeah. that sounded a little too close to home for some of our viewers. Yeah, some of our listeners. Yeah, I know a guy. I won't say his name. Sorry, Keith. He knows who he is. <laughs> yeah, Keith, you know who you are. Yeah. 
It wasn't. So yeah, uh, I, I bought the Disney Plus thing. So, you did? Uh, oh my like, god, did you order it? <laughs> so, yeah. That's how, I was like, how did he know how much that cost like, right away without even skipping a beat? That's how totally, I it today. To totally bait it. Oh, so you must have seen that same article I saw. <laughs> no, I saw it the other day because you have to wait like two days for it to take effect. Well, I didn't say I saw it today. I said I had seen it since we last talked. Ah, I seen it. Yeah, I saw it. I lured you right into my trap, Ben. Damn played like a damn fiddle so besides that did you guys see anything good this week besides our movie of the week ready or not i did i uh i actually blasted through all of the boys on saturday oh hey how'd you like it i very much enjoyed it uh carl urban's character butcher is like I could watch him just talk shit <laughs> on people for 45 minutes an episode, and it would I would be happy. Oh yeah, cunt. That was a good impersonation. Yeah, it was spot on. Yeah, that's all I that's I think that's all I watched. Yeah, I I started the boys. I watched the first episode. I really liked it, so I'm looking forward to having more of those for sure. I finally finished Orange Is the New Black. As usual, this kind of thing where. The series kind of like drags. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, where the series kind of drags on. Sorry, guys. Sorry, go ahead, David. I can't even. We're just gonna skip over that altogether. I didn't watch anything else this week. Wow. Wait, didn't so, you say you started watching The Boys last week, though? Uh, no, I started watching Mindhunter, and I'm still trying to oh, catch up right. at the same time. So, um, oh, let's try to finish Mindhunter, too. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, my goodness. So let's talk about Mindhunter, Ben. All right, well, I'm going to take my headphones off for the next <laughs> uh, 45 minutes. I'm just going to go to bed, and then I'll just leave this recording. I'll figure it out if, when you guys stop talking. Yeah, we're just going to play audio directly from the episode. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, the 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 boys is, seems like it's going to be pretty good, so I'm going to really enjoy that. I'm trying to savor it a little bit. And then Orange is the Black was meh, kind of the way I was kind of expecting it to. Like for series that like were dragging on for a little bit, you kind of have that. Hey, we're going to just kind of wrap up this ending, and you know there'll be some good stuff, there'll be some bad stuff, mostly good. You know, but that kind of thing. So I, I, I felt kind of lukewarm about the ending. Is the series o- over now? Yeah. So oh, okay. Glad it's over now. Besides that, that's pretty much it. I did hear some good things about uh, Angry Birds too. I didn't watch that one, but somebody told me it was really good. We're not watching that movie of the week for no, next week. Is Angel- no, I'd rather see Dora. Oh, excellent! So next week's yeah. movie is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Did, right. did you finally yeah. get to see it, Ben? No, I haven't had time. Well, lucky but you. now it looks like my schedule opened up. <laughs> <laughs> ben, anything? I haven't been watching anything this past week just because okay. of scheduling. But, I mean, just Mindhunter. And I have maybe two episodes left to go. It's definitely something I don't want to rush. I really, really enjoy the steady pace it's kind of taking right now. And I don't want to give anything away from the story. But it's getting pretty, pretty tense. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to talk about the last two episodes of Mindhunter then right now. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so, so who is the Mindhunter? Turns out 
the mine hunter is actually the audience uh, who's oh. watching the the show. The mine hunter was the friends we made along the way. It was actually the Weasley sidekick guy that no one likes. He was the real mine hunter all along. I like him. Well, yeah. I just I didn't know how else to describe him. But see see how you knew who I was talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so defeated and disappointed. Yeah. Well, um, oh, wait, actually. Um, okay. Wait, uh, there was one bit of movie news I forgot to go over that I think both of you would enjoy. The reveal of the Breaking Bad movie. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. So tell me about this Breaking Bad movie. Uh, so it, it was wait. announced a while ago. But yeah, wait, time there out. There hasn't been any. Yeah. Time out. David, wait, are you the one who hasn't actually seen Breaking Bad yet? No, I finished it. Oh, okay. okay. Well, then then we can talk about it. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, we can talk about it. I know about what happens to Walter at the very end. Yeah, so, I mean, they talk... um, There's been news about this movie for a pretty long time, but there hasn't been anything substantial. It was just, like, murmurings of what the movie's going to be about and that, yeah, they're going to do it. And then this trailer came out, and it just... Uh, announced a release date that's so soon, so sudden, you know, October. It, it, it's like there hasn't of been this any... year. Yeah. What yeah. the? On Netflix, so uh, it is uh, barreling down pretty quick. And I mean, it's all but confirmed that it will be. It has something to do with Jesse at the oh. end of the story, and oh. even the poster, you know, shows the car they got away with. And the movie's aptly titled El Camino. A Breaking yeah. Bad movie. Yep. What the... Well, I guess I gotta go back and watch uh, all of the last season at least. <laughs> or just watch the whole series over, I mean... Well, I guess that's what I'm doing. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Hunter and uh, Du Bois. We're just gonna put you on hold for this. Yeah. And don't forget Better Call Saul, because Better Call Saul, let me tell you, what a goddamn good show. What season is that in now? Four, is it? But, damn, Better Call Saul is definitely... I don't know. At times, I, I do think that it is better than Breaking Bad. You know, Vince Gilgan has learned a, a lot from making Breaking Bad and where he can improve. Not that it was bad, but mm-hmm. it, it seems like it, it's a lot tighter. Even even the like, action at times. Oh, you're simple. saying like the elements are definitely like tightened up and they're like more punchy and... Kind of. It's like um, just small details, you know, just crafting each episode. It, it seems like camera work the pacing, even the aesthetics, it just seems a lot cleaner than what Breaking Bad was going for, especially at the beginning. This is pretty much, you know, the production values of the last season of Breaking Bad, except, you know, starting fresh with a brand new show. So it's just getting better from there already. And it's already past season four. And it's only improving with every season that passes, pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. I I wonder if he's going to start doing the Breaking Bad thing where... Oh yeah, next season it's gonna be six episodes, but then the rest of the season won't be for until a year later. Cause that God. was agony. I don't know if you were watching Breaking Bad on TV at that time. But I was, I was. Not. That was that was the worst having to wait for a show ever. Well, that's how most people felt with like Game of Thrones, and they're like, I, oh, yeah. I think know. the for me at least the the wait for Breaking Bad was way harder than the Game of Thrones, even oh. though. For sure, for Game sure. Thrones was uh, still pretty difficult, but for some reason, I think the Breaking Bad one was like... Because 
because the way the Breaking Bad did it is that like they showed you what happened, what was happening toward at the end, but they showed you in the very in the very first episode like what was gonna like show the time travel-y kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, so like they kind of showed you what like a clip from the basically the end of the season, and then you have to wait a year to actually see how that resolves. Yeah, or how yeah. they get to that point. Yeah, essentially. Oh, speaking of shows that just came back, Ballers on HBO with The Rock. I, That's I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know if either one of you follow. I'm assuming based on your reaction, neither, neither one of you follow that one. I, I mean, I don't, I don't watch it, but I know of it. I know it's still going. I've been like kind of wanting to start watching it, but it's really good. I like it a lot. I mean, the first three seasons is just. I don't know if you enjoy sports at all, and then you like watching a like underdog kind of like start from the bottom, and then picking a fight with like the biggest organization on the planet. You're gonna like it, and obviously the rocks in it, so you have a lot of that going for it. But yeah, no, the first episode just came out on Sunday, and that was I really liked it. So all right, uh, uh, where can we watch that? On, what what channel is that on? On HBO now oh, okay. or. Uh, HBO Go, if you have a subscription yeah, so, to HBO. So if you never, if you haven't canceled your HBO Now subscription <clears throat> since Game of Thrones ended, you can go watch it. Oh, actually, I haven't. So. <laughs> well, I forgot. So I can watch Chernobyl. I want to. I need to watch the Deadwood movie, but I have to go back and finish the Deadwood series. I don't remember where I was in the series, so I almost have to like start from the beginning and like find where I was. I never watched Deadwood, so but would you guys recommend it? What would you guys like compare it to? Oh, I couldn't even tell you because I don't even really remember. I just know (laughs) it. You know, it has a Ian McShane in it, and he's good. And it's got uh, Timothy Oliphant, who's also good. Oh, oh, it's Uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. Yeah. Or was it the other? There's two guys I always get mixed up. It's Timothy Oliphant and some other guy, the guy who in Transformers. Optimus. Yeah, uh, yeah, Optimus Prime. No, 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 no. It was uh, Shia Booth. The, the main dude, though, right? Like the main. The main uh, army soldier guy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but yeah, yeah. I, I can kind of see, or I could kind of fix him up, I guess. I always get him mixed up. But yeah, yeah. I would probably recommend. I just don't really remember. I kind of remember like story parts. I just don't remember like were there slow parts? Were there parts I didn't really care for? I just don't remember that part. I mean, it, you got HBO, so. Might as well uh, get get the most out of it because I still haven't canceled HBO yet. All right. Well, that sounds like a good place for us. So it sounds like we had a pretty eventful week with the news and some of the movie, uh, some of the TV shows we've been watching. Uh, it's time for us to get into our box office rundown. This week's got some interesting ones. Uh, number one was the brand new Angel Has Fallen coming at at number two. Yikes. Is is Good Boys. That was the movie we reviewed last week. Overcomer it comes in at number three. What I have no idea. hell is that? Where did that even come from? <laughs> I don't know where that movie is. Uh, number four was the movie that we reviewed two weeks ago, Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Number five, and still holding strong, is uh, La Lion King. Number six was the movie that we picked for this week, is Ready or Not. Number seven, The Angry Birds Movie 2, which is the movie we'll be reviewing for next week. 
And no. number eight. <laughs> I, number almost eight. Let, I almost missed that. <laughs> <laughs> number eight is uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, which was reviewed by ours truly, uh, Ben and Stu. Number nine is... Oh, it was just me. He's a liar. He's well, it's going to be Ben, too. Ben's going to give us our take. Number nine ben, is Dora. Yeah, ben, and... Tell me about the movie you haven't seen. <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. So I really enjoyed the parts that i didn't see but i saw in the trailers now just judging from the trailers i can tell that this isn't going to be a good movie you, you don't know what's going on i mean how did that how did that weird zombie thing get into the next scene we don't know we, we don't know number nine is uh dora and the lost <laughs> city of stories and why are they so scary <laughs> god was that like seinfeld a... was that seinfeld kind of <laughs> Sorry, I got it. I, I heard it. I was like, "What? what's up with all of these scary stories? <laughs> I, I can't do it either. All right, uh, number nine is Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Maybe our pick for next week. Uh, it it's kind of slim pickings this week, so it might. I know. Okay. <laughs> and, and number ten is the movie we reviewed in our second week's podcast, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, holding on to the bottom spot. Some of the newer ones that came out that didn't crack the top ten was uh, like the Peanut Butter Falcon. That's the one with I can't I can never say his name right. Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, LeBeau, LeBeau. Is this LeBeau? Shia LeBeau. Shia LeBeau. That doesn't sound right either. Shia LeBeau. Uh, um, it's right, David. Okay, fine. But yeah, as a brand new movie, usually those are the ones that will at least crack the top ten, but it didn't. Um, and then there was one movie I was actually really interested in is Loose. That one did not crack even the top 20. Um, that one's a movie about a adopted kid who goes to high school and then his uh, teacher is out to get him. Like he's like supposed to be like the model student or whatever. And then she thinks that he did something or like she's accusing him of being violent and causing something. So they're supposed to be like that's involved. So I'm probably planning on seeing that this week when I get a chance. While we're talking about obscure movies that nobody knows about because they're not even showing up on this list, I want to see, because uh, uh, I'm David, I'm going to see, um, uh, shit, what's, uh, what's here, it's down here, uh, uh, hang on, wait for it, wait for it, uh, oh shit. Uh, this bit's really landing hard, Stu. Brittany runs a marathon. What? I, I actually... Wait, I actually wanted to see that. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. I meant Maiden. What? What? What is that? Oh, you Man, don't know where? about Maiden? Well, let me tell you. It's a story about an adopted kid who's... No. Out to oh, get my him. God. <laughs> so, any any surprises? Were you guys surprised that this week, which did not have very many strong candidates, was led by the pack, was Angel Has Fallen? I, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised that it's number one because it didn't have much competition. I, and I'm also not surprised that it has a 39% rating. <laughs> what do you guys know about our number three movie, Overcomer? Zero. Oh, Overcomer is... Wait, wait, wait. David, I want you to look at the poster, just or just the image of it, and tell, oh my me, what, God. tell me what you think it's about. Is this where somebody overcomes adversity? It looks well, like a, it looks like a Christian movie. Ah, uh, huh, a Christian movie. No, but like, tell me what what's like the main plot? Like of those characters you see, 
Like, what's so going there's, on? So there's the... So what's going stern, on in this poster? The, the, the stern uh, coach who clearly believes that she can do more than she thinks she can. The tough love mother, single mother. And then the teacher who inspires her to new heights. The, the no-sass uh, black lady teacher. No, right? I think that's her mom. Wait, who's this about? A black person? Or I think a white it's about person? a black girl. Oh, okay. So wait, so the white, so the teacher's the the white lady on top. Man, why the white lady always got to be on top? Oh, <laughs> oh wow. it's a whole new element. <laughs> no, because they have to, they because because they started from the bottom and now they're uh, overcoming. Okay. Here. What do you allow to define you? Is the tagline of this movie? Where's that? It's like watermarked into the poster. You can barely see it. <laughs> like right above where the person's holding their arms up to the sky is is where that's written. I'm reading the synopsis and it uh No, on the poster. Oh. Oh, what do you allow to define you? From that's the like creators a, of That's War a weirdly Room. worded phrase or question. Uh, well, I, yeah, at least Good Boys is still holding holding its spot from number 1 last week, now only down to number 2. Yeah. Wait, so what was Overcomer actually about now? Overcomer. Ben's usually better at these synopsises, so I'm just going to turn this over to Ben. I don't know what it's about. I thought, <laughs> I thought you said you kind of knew what it was about. I was no, going to was... say something, something, something that some person's having a really hard time. Oh, oh God. God. There's God. Oh, oh yeah. pray, bless up, and what do you know? He pulled through. So something's, yeah, so I'm looking at like some of the pictures, and it's going to be something like a white coach trying to help a black high school girl with her mom and like i'm sure there's something about racism in here critic does, from Rod, does, roger ebert uh, it does roger. look to be a religious element to it well, i think uh, it is mostly religious uh, roger ebert uh mark dushkis from <laughs> roger kiss dushkis is man that's an unfortunate name <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Dudge sick? Dudge sick. Just but douche kiss was probably oh, better. Oh, my God. <laughs> the whole is cheap, cheesy, and to put it charitably, churchy. What oh. seemed... Yeah, that was from the guy who reviewed oh, it. For, yeah, I'm yeah. just reading some of the critics' comments at the bottom. The dollar yeah. store Mark Wal... Uh, not Mark Wahlberg. Dollar store uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark, Mark douche <laughs> sick. Yeah, you try to say that the right time. Douche sick. Time. It, I'm just gonna say douche sick. Suck. Douche kiss? Nope. How did you say kiss? It doesn't even. <laughs> it's D U J S I K. I was I was trying to sound it out. <laughs> that's all right. You know, so as, as an ESL and everything, you know, that's all right. English is hard. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> oh my god damn we have a lot of sponsors if we land any <laughs> one of these i think we're gonna be good gotta, gotta cast a wide net is oh it's, still a thing? it's super i'm sure it probably is oh yeah because you're paying them for them right you're their only sole customer <laughs> he's using the old ones from like the 80s and 90s <laughs> i wanted to come up with like some like reference from like the 80s and then they have to spell it but then i can't think of anything so it's totally still in existence. Wow. Although their website's a little sketchy. Hooked on phonics. 
first of all, they don't have a certificate on their website. So <laughs> strike oh. one. Strike one. Browse <laughs> at your own risk. Yeah, I'm getting so much of my credit card information hacked right now. Wow. Well, Anyways, what were we talking about? We were talking about oh, Overcomer as the number three movie this week. All right. But I think I think we uh, I think we broke yep. it down pretty yep. good. Got it pretty good. Um, everything else is pretty much stand pat a little bit. Everything is just kind of shuffling around here and there. I'm kind um, of surprised though that The Lion King is still not only is it still pretty high up, but it it edged out a movie that just came out, which was Ready or Not. Well, I mean, Ready or Not, Rated R. Rated R. Oh, right. Yeah. That's true. And. Well, what about Angry Birds? Didn't that also? If, if you're out? if you're playing the uh, oh, wait, Dos no. and a Half Cinco's drinking game, mm-hmm. uh, that that uh, that rated R line that was for you. What? Every time Ben always says, "Oh, that didn't do so well because it was rated." Oh, R. but it's rated R. Exactly. Yeah, that's what Ben take, sounds like. Take a shot. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Take a shot. <laughs> well, I mean, what, it, what it, kind it, of society so... do we live in? <laughs> Well, I mean, you're restricting your audience if you can only go, if we go with an adult, right? Or if you're older than, is it 16, 17? I remember when we were in high school, there was only like two or three movies, rated R movies I ever went to where they actually were like checking your age. I think yeah. one was uh, Blair Witch yeah. Project. Uh, that was not <laughs> in high school. That was like <laughs> elementary schools. Yeah. <laughs> and Ben was like in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I still watch. <laughs> uh you were saying Stu, sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i just wanted i was saying something i don't know was i yeah, was i talking there, yeah you said that there was probably two movies in high school that they were actually like carded oh yeah yeah i, I even remember uh it was the weirdest thing quick uh, quick story time me it was me and like two of my friends we bought we got tickets for dawn of the dead i think it was uh and when we went walked up to the theater there was a dude standing outside you know checking ids and obviously we, none of us had ids so we were kind of fucked and then but somehow like when we were like standing outside the theater trying to figure out what to do my i guess my mom had like went to go see a movie that same night and they were walking out as we were standing out there and i was like oh Hey, can you, mom? Can you help us get into this movie? And he did. <laughs> wow. So, thanks, mom. Yeah. Ooh. Mom. FTW. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's I, Ben is Ben has already talked about previously in like our first inaugural podcast about how how nostalgia really can win out. I mean, Aladdin had such a long stand holding onto like one of the top 10 spots right for such a long time and i think it's still around somewhere in this list somewhere i'm not looking that hard but but yeah lion king had a little bit more of a wider reach i mean everybody remembers the lion king i don't think there was a single there are very few kids who did not watch the lion king when they were kids or adults that were kids back then so not everybody liked aladdin but i'm pretty sure most people like the lion king yeah I'm pretty and sure only, only mass murderers are the ones who never saw Lion King as a kid. Well, that's that goes to prove if you don't watch the Lion King, you turn into a mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. you're just you just, if your kid hasn't watched uh, Lion King and grew up in the 90s, they might have killed someone. So, oh, same thing if like your kid was never like wasn't exposed to chicken pox. He never had the chicken pox. Exactly. It's, it's like chicken be, pox and Lion King. Those are the two two you know precursors to not you know, raising a murderer. 
Yeah. And then you're going to get your anti-vaxxers and your anti-Lion Kingers. Um, Those are usually the Lion same Lion King causes autism. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, we're looking at the top ten. Not very much has changed. Obviously, there's a couple of new ones in there. Ready or Not was probably, you know, we're going to be talking about very soon. So other than that, pretty much yeah, it's kind of standard fare if you look at it. So I think yeah. a couple for the next couple of weeks, we're not really getting any big heavy hitters. I think it, too, is probably going to be the biggest one, I think, in the next couple yeah. of weeks. Right, Ben? Yeah. Yeah, that probably, and that, again, that won't be out until the following week. So this week is going to be slim pickings for us. It's like Dora, and that's it. Because <laughs> I yeah. don't know if I want to see Angel Has Fallen. Me neither. I will probably end up watching Angel Has Fallen because my dad loves that series. So <laughs> there's the demographic. <laughs> yep. The old, the Asian parent. My dad is semi-retired. He only usually goes to movies on Tuesdays unless I'm buying. So his $5 is going towards the $21.4 million that Angels Fallen opened with. Maybe that's why it's it it making know. so much. Because like, <laughs> most people the, want to go see it on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, your, your demogra- their de- the target demographic is a bunch of Asian dads who want the best deal. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo's coming out? In September, I haven't been following that. Yeah, I mean, I know it's coming. I what about really... what about Downton Abbey? I never watched it. All right, well, that's gonna wrap up our. That, well, that's how we're gonna end uh, the box office rundown. So we're gonna speed right through it. We're gonna go to our movie of this week. It was Ready or Not, which uh, we mentioned before had taken the number six spot, which is kind of low in. Our estimation based on... Well, David, it's because it's a rated R movie. Take a shot. All right. Um, <laughs> so... Is so Angel... I, but Angel is Fallen is also rated R. Is mm-hmm. it? I thought it was rated PG-13. Nope, I'm looking at it right now. Rated R. Yep. Rated Whoa. R. Oh. I remember yeah, the... So f- what, I don't think what now, Ben? Hey, I'm not the one who's that. David's the one who's that at this time. I said it at the same time as you because I knew you were going to say it. He's trying to drink you. How does it feel that three of the top ten movies out right now are rated R? Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good, Bob. Wait, isn't it more <laughs> than that? Isn't it scary stories to tell the that's PG thirteen? Huh. Yeah, because yeah, it, it wasn't super graphic. It was. Just uh, had what the, about know, scary Once imagery. Upon a Time? Once Upon a Time, Ready or Not, Good Boys, and Angels Fallen. That's four out of the top so ten are already. Forty percent, Ben. Like, does it Suck feel bad being wrong? Like. Just well, if we take time. a look at the other releases this <laughs> week, it didn't really have any competition. So, of I mean, course, that can... these big franchises are going to overtake the top spot with Angel Has Fallen. Not to mention that, well, Lion King <laughs> did get pushed to number five. Let's look at the theater change numbers. We already have a 3,300 theater count for <laughs> Lion King in its sixth week. That is unprecedented. And we'll also have to bundle that up with the fact that Disney is distributing this film and they like to have a very tight control over what films are being shown in what theater. Even so much that when Star Wars The Force Awakens was first released, it was released at the New Beverly Cinema, and Quentin Tarantino actually had a kerfuffle with Disney because he didn't want to show all these different showings for The Force Awakens. But that just goes to show how much Disney really likes to keep the movies in theaters for extended periods of time. And that is why Lion King has 3,300 theaters still showing Lion King in week six, which could also contribute to why Aladdin would be in this top spot. 
Can we cut all that also, out? Also, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it in because the snoring was so great. <laughs> ben, how do you account for the fact that Angry Birds is in 3,869 theaters compared to the 3,300 of Lion King? Does that mean that Sony's just putting all their eggs in one basket? Well, I mean, this was their big release for animated feature film, and Lion King's in six week. What week is Angry Birds in? Two. That's a month difference, and Lion King's beating it. I'm just kind of realizing now, looking at the poster for Lion King, I feel like it's like false advertising, because it almost looks like an animated movie in the poster, but then it's just like the dog shit, live action bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, that was... (laughs) <laughs> Definitely some of the complaints I've heard about the movie. Anyways, sorry. We were, we were supposed to be moving on to the next segment, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think it's great that every single time Stu corners Ben into a corner, Ben comes up with the most articulated <laughs> yeah, it's like, did like, you, segment. Did you just have ever? these like, written down? Yeah, like, where Wait, do you, you guys not take notes? It's like, this is in case Stuart or David dunk on me on, on this point. <laughs> Well, that's scared. why we always dunk on David, because he doesn't have jack shit written down. <laughs> I never write anything down. What do you think I'm doing over here? Yeah, I totally have stuff written down right now. Quick, everybody dunk on Stu and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's not fun. <laughs> I agree. It's it's much more fun dunking on David. Oh, what the? All right, well, back to our review for this week. Ready or not, this one was in the sixth spot uh, out of the top ten this week. So, uh, you know, we'll take some general feelings. Ben, what did you think? Or is I... Ben doing a synopsis? Oh, yeah, thing? and the synopsis. Oh. We need the oh, synopsis. synopsis, right. Uh, <clears throat> no one said that mar- getting married would be easy. Grace finds that she may be in over her head when a post-wedding family tradition turns out to be a fight for her life. Crazy in-laws, murderous staff, and a labyrinth of a house as Grace heavily considering. Is she ready or not? That sounded a little funny. You, you turn into a robot for a second. Uh, yeah. You said ready. All right. Uh, so thank you, Ben, for that synopsis. So, Stu, what did you uh, think of the movie? I enjoyed it. I think it was like a really good, like a nice little surprise of a movie. Because, I, I mean, I saw the preview kind of almost like the week before it came out. Okay. So I didn't really know anything about it. But it, I think it was... Because sometimes when I see these movies, I get a little worried that they do stuff that like kind of makes me go like, eh, I'm not buying it. Um, I don't re- I don't really have examples off the top of my head, but that's I feel like, like unbelievable or that I mean, it's, it's, just, like, it's all why kind did you of, pick that direction kind of thing. This is all kind of silly, but it'd be like if the main character, Grace, was able to thwart the family that's uh, coming after her by like fist fighting them or so oh, like she be- like, all of a sudden became like a she- professional fighter yeah kind of thing that it wasn't like a struggle or she didn't look like she was a neophyte yeah. didn't know what she was doing kind of thing yeah i i feel like they did a really good job of making it more i don't want to say organic because i said that like i used that word like two minutes ago but yeah it was more organic <laughs> but yeah it was believe in organic and it was believable okay uh ben yeah pretty much what Stu said i really liked it it was surprising surprisingly funny it it came out of nowhere for me because i really didn't hear too much about it other than i saw a few trailers for it but i haven't read any articles about really anything about it until after it came out so yeah it was really funny dark uh i really enjoyed how the story was pretty much an underdog battle grace is trying to fight like a whole family in an unknown place and she is struggling you know it's not like something clean where 
like what Stu says, you know, she just beats everyone in a fist fight where she just takes everyone one by one. It's like she's running, she's stumbling, she doesn't know what she's yeah. doing, she's crying, she's, you know, she's, she's getting hurt. Yeah. It, it, you know, they really beat the shit out of the protagonist, and she comes out like a champ. Physically and mentally. Yeah. I mean, every time, you know, every time she encounters somebody, you know, she just goes down, but then she keeps getting up and going back at it over and over and over again throughout the movie. And it really, it really builds up, you know, I, I really liked it. That kind of reminds me of something I was kind of watching sometimes on YouTube. I'll just be watching random stuff. And I was actually watching some stuff about Jackie Chan. I know it's kind of a weird uh, oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that they were talking about about Jackie Chan's movies is how the reason why like they're like they're so great, everyone like you know loves them. Relatable. In relatable is because you know Jackie Chan in his fight scenes, he's not like the super tough guy who never gets hurt, and it's like mm-hmm. he's like the underdog. He's always getting like he's getting hurt in the fights all the time, mm-hmm. but he's just through sheer will and effort, he's able to win the fight, and that's kind of like how Ben was describing this. So Wait. I think this movie was directed by Jackie Chan. <laughs> um, Obviously. Wait, Sue, you say you watch a video about that? Yeah, I, I forget what I was. I was watching. I watched a couple Jackie was it, Chan videos. Was it, oh, was it like a video essay or something? Or I think so. Was it called Every Frame of Painting? I cannot remember. Let me pull up my YouTube history, which is the only history I would be okay <laughs> with someone looking at. <laughs> That's why you go incognito. Well, while you're doing that, Stu, I definitely echo some of the sentiment. I didn't really have any expectations going in. So except for that, I was like thinking, I was like, oh, this is kind of setting up to like kind of like a B B thriller. I did not expect myself to laugh as much as I did. I did not expect to enjoy it based on those merits, mostly solely alone. And then I really enjoyed the pacing. The pacing was really great. The story was really great. I echo the same exact thing that you guys were both saying. You know, Grace is very relatable. Like, if I was to be thrown in a situation just like that, I would have probably reacted exactly the same. You know, not knowing what to expect, kind of playing along, that kind of thing, having a good time. And then once the realization of what's actually happening, like, I would I would have been in shock. I would have probably been crying, too. And like you guys were saying, like, it's she's relatable because of the fact that she doesn't have that same archetype, almost kind of like how the Tomb Raider movie was, right? Like, she's, like, thrown into this battle and all this stuff, and... For some reason, she's 100% composed and does like barely ever gets injured and just takes down every adversary with without seemingly sweating at all. Right. So this is the complete opposite. This is like you guys were saying, underdog story, and I thought it was really well done. There's a couple of twists and turns here and there that I was not particularly expecting, but it's to me it was it was actually very charming in the way that a lot of the stuff that was done, and I definitely was happy that we we picked this movie to be this week's thing for me. If, um, since we're giving ratings for stuff, I definitely would give it an eight, eight out of 10. Yeah. I'd say eight out of 10, maybe eight and a half. Uh, I would have to go with seven. Well, I mean, it's obviously, this is not going to win. Nobody out of this is going to win an Oscar. This is, yeah, we're not. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, seven's a perfectly good reason, you know, good, um, good rating as well i'm sure probably sean would probably give it somewhere in between the seven and a half or an eight if he was here 
But, you know, I think based on the merits of the movie and the budget that it had, its cast, it's relatable. It's definitely enjoyable. It's unexpected. It comes out of left field a little yeah. bit, but in a good way. And especially if you have, go in with no expectations whatsoever. I was like, what kind of movie am I going to end up watching? And I was very surprised and I was also very happy about getting to see it. One of the things <clears> I kind of liked about it, too, was the uh, I mean, there, yeah, it definitely had its funny moments like you guys touched on. But I think just like some of like the dialogue in the beginning to me, it was like probably bet it was more realistic to me. Like it felt more real the way the Grace and her, you know, husband and then you know the brother were kind of interacting as yeah. opposed to like some other movies where you see like a similar type scene where it's like picturesque and everyone's kind of perfect, not perfect, but like no one's really like fucking around. Like him and his brother were fucking around, and then like she was making like you know wisecracks. That felt like kind of real to me, so I like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's actually one of the points that kind of uh, got me to like the movie so much. It was uh, Grace, or, well, Samara Weaving, the main actress, her performance. She was really likable. You know, it was because of her dialogue. It was because of her char- her quips, her, her characteristics. You know, she's just like, well, the way that, you know, she's going around making all these, like, smart-ass remarks and, like, mm-hmm. you know, snorting to herself and the way that she walked around kind of like... Right. At the beginning of the movie, like, you know, just running around, having fun with it. And then it slowly turns into this uh, fight for her life. Yeah, that's what really kind of sold it for me. It was definitely her acting. I really hope that she gets some more roles after this. And oh, what do you know? She's going to be in the next Bill and Ted. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely I was the entire time I was just rooting for her. I was just like, oh, I want to I want her to to come out the other side. Any other? No, go ahead. Real quick, Ben, it was every frame of painting. That's ha, was nice. that video. Nice. Did that pop up in your feed also? No, I, I was following that like a really long time ago, and then he, that guy stopped, and I got really oh. sad. Oh, okay. Because he, he got a job at Criterion or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow, it's 2014, this video. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it was, yeah, he has a good channel, so check out the rest of this stuff. Tony Zhao, we're plugging for you, every frame of painting. <laughs> Come back. Come back, please. I miss you. <laughs> I miss your touch. <laughs> Here we'll okay. cut in one of those sad, like, I'm all out of love. I'm so <laughs> lost without you. Yeah, mm-hmm. if we can get that and cut it in there, that'd be pretty good. Can we just do acapella? That works, right? Yeah, you just did it, so just leave yeah. it there. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds like we, we pretty much wrapped up that portion, yeah. so we're going to go into the spoiler zone. <laughs> so i'll just let you guys get after it um favorite part of the movie ben go Ooh, okay good i have time to think oh man favorite part of the movie for me i'd have to say the end the ending i I mean i'm pretty sure one of you guys would have to i think okay how about this i think we all can say we like the ending so individually besides the ending what was your favorite scene how about you go fuck yourself because the <laughs> ending was my favorite part what about the ending was your favorite part was it the fact that like he turned on her in the last second no, after kind of i think mom? it's just everything about like the build-up with um you know they were slowly hinting that oh There's, you know maybe you know, adam's gonna turn on her or something and you know they were all chanting like hail satan or like uh, the whole he was about to say hail satan but then he had like yeah the, yeah yeah that that part right? it was like <laughs> wait you know when when he was about to say that you're like wait, wait did he hail just who? say satan but yeah it, it was like in the back of your mind it's like 
is he, did he actually almost say hail Satan? You know, <laughs> is this like a satanic thing? And then finally when it gets to it, it's just like hail Satan. And then they're about to do it. And then like the sun comes up and they're all crying and shit. And it's just like, ah, we're going to die. And, and, and nothing, then nothing happens. happens. And then that twist where the aunt, you know, she just blows up and everyone <laughs> just slowly explodes. explodes. The part that really got me was Samara Weaving. You know, she's bloody. She has a hole in her hand. She's got so many fucking wounds. She's been stabbed. And then she's just laughing it off. She's just hysterical at that yeah. point. She's just... Her back's, oh my like, God. sliced open. Uh, from yeah. climbing through yeah. the fence. And then she goes back to her funny quips and, you know, just starts getting some one-liners. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God. The, the build-up for that, like, you know, I want a divorce. Like, yeah. oh, my and God. Then... That was great. <laughs> Throws a ring at him. Blows up. And then... I really like how her image slowly transformed over the movie. You know, she's in this stunning, gorgeous dress at the beginning, right? You know, she's so picture Innocent. And... and then slowly, you know, she starts tearing her dress so she can move a little better. You know, she loses the shoes. She gets some converse on. And slowly, her white dress turns red. And at the end, she's just completely trashed and just sitting on the porch or sitting on the stairs where she was married, where she just recently got married, just smoking a cigarette and police come up and she just gives the final perfect line you know in laws (laughs) (laughs) and i really like the part when she's leaving she sees a faint vision of mr labelle and all she just says is well fuck like everything about that ending was just perfect i loved it anyone who says that that wasn't their favorite part of the movie can go fuck themselves all right (laughs) so now that ben's done with the low-hanging fruit I mean, it's low-hanging fruit just because everyone, we all, I'm sure we all like the ending the best. Okay, and now Stu's going to lie about what his favorite part of the movie was. Yeah, okay, so go here, ahead, Stu. So here's my second favorite part, because oh. I'm not a liar like Ben makes me out to be. Uh, what was my second favorite part? Uh, let's see. Um, well, I don't know if this was my second favorite part, but one scene I did like was when she went into the barn area, like the little barn where they like to keep the goats, and that stupid kid shot the hole through her hand. I was like, oh, man, if I were her, I would. And before I could even finish that thought, she just knocked his ass yeah, out. Punched him in the fucking face. <laughs> I almost wanted more from that. I almost I almost wanted her to, like, after she knocked him out, to, like... Bit on uh, him or something? No, like, and then once she crawled out from the uh, the place to just toss him into the pit. Oh, that I would have tossed him into the pit. But <laughs> The foreshadowing of that nail at the top mm-hmm. is she's... I was, like, cringing. And then when the thing breaks and her hand goes up and then she grabs oh. it. And then I'm like, oh, so she missed it, right? And then I realized that she had to... Like, she didn't have enough strength to pull up with one arm. Mm-hmm. And I was like... Oh, so it isn't over. I was like, because oh, I thought it, I had this like false sense of relief as soon as the, the ladder broke and she caught herself and then you could see her like pulling herself up. But then you realize that I was like, oh, there's a bullet shaped hole in her hand that fits right over the whole thing. Like she's not going to know it. Oh my God. And I was, I, I was so nervous at that point. I was like, Oh God, it's happening. It, I, I thought it was over. It's not over. But uh, for me, favorite part was definitely the all the way all the maids died because <laughs> yeah. because of uh, what's her name the the, the sister in law yeah. who just could not for the life of her be able to compose herself like she was constantly on, on coke <laughs> she just couldn't wrap her head around murdering her brother's <laughs> wife 
She just <laughs> and, could not yeah. get with it. And, no, but she wanted to so badly. Remember, like, she was, like, egging the kids on, and, like, the kids were the ones that were war- running around with the masks and stuff like that. They were all for this ritual. And, of course, I'm sure the drugs has probably helped with yeah, uh, yep. wanting to be a part of it, so... But she couldn't put together how to use a weapon at all and would just like it just accidentally like fired off and killed the first one, shot one in the mouth, and then yeah. the last one died because she was hiding in the uh, yeah, because she, she's a narc is why she died. Well, that's part of the thing. That'd be uh, a lesson to you kids don't be a narc, don't be a narc, and don't do drugs. But if you are, make sure to ask for consent. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, ask me. <laughs> And then how disappointed the dad was every single time something didn't go their way. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just like, I want more mishaps to happen because I just want to see his reaction because it was so good. He Every single time it's like, what the fuck? How the fuck? Turn around. Just look right. behind you. And then the guy gets kicked <laughs> in the face and he goes, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it just based on after seeing like the first two or three mishaps and everybody going, oh, man, that was our favorite maid or whatever. And she's now dead. And, you know, just you would expect for him to kind of just kind of reserve himself to going, eh, I guess that's kind of the way things are going today. But I had a feeling that they had this like satanic like backstory because LaBelle sounds like a name that actually comes out of the Bible. There's a demon named Baal. You you fight him uh, in the uh, Diablo. His name is Belial. And also LaBelle is actually an anagram of Belial. So. Oh, well, there's your answer. It sounded similar on purpose. Makes sense in their mystery box. You fight <clears throat> Bale at the, uh, yeah, you fight him at the Ariat Summit from reaching the World Stone. That's when you fight Bale. Mm. I don't know where I was going with that. It was just a Diablo 2 reference. Thanks, Stu. That was yeah. your Diablo 2 update. So, yeah, that, that was the one thing that kind of tipped me off. I was like, I, why do they keep trying to kill this person? I was like, let me guess, they're going to try to sacrifice her on a pentagram. I was like, oh, look, there's a pentagram. But I felt like the twist with Adam Brody's character coming back and like trying to save her at the very end, I was just like, is he going to do it or is he not going to do it? Is he going to do it? Oh, he's doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like the same with the, the actual, the, I don't know his name, the, the husband who was like up until like his discussion with his mom at that when he was handcuffed. You think he's going to try to save her the first chance he gets. And then it kind of looks that way still. And then he just doesn't. He well, I think it's because of the fact is that the reason why he said that he would pick her over the family was that many dialogue while well, he was still handcuffed was that he said that she's better than all of you. Like he's alluding to the fact that like the family has this like dark past where they have they have to be willing to sacrifice things and stuff like that. So he knows where the family fortune comes from. And that she's supposed to be his ticket out to be able to have a clean life and not have all these like she she's like his repentance or his penance for all the bad stuff that his family had to had to inflict on other people just to be able to be successful and all that stuff. And, you know, I think sometimes they even allude to it. Some of the other family members allude to some of the things that how badly they want to stay in the family and what it means to them and what it means to them to have to want to stay, what they're willing to go through and what they're willing to do to do to stay in that. And the fact is that Grace turns around and kills the mom. He realizes he's like, oh, she's just as bad. Like you putting her through, she was supposed to be better than us. She was supposed to be the better one. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't. And he was, you know what, if that's the case, then shit, might as well keep the family. I, I don't know if that's the way. It should be an interpreted, but that's the way I saw it, the reason why he Star Wars Episode 3 from Anakin to Darth Vader so quickly. Wow, he did it. 
Yeah, I made the connection. Like, I mean, dude, like episode three, he, you know, half an hour before he turns on Obi-Wan. I mean, come on. I don't He's even like, remember that much of the movie. <laughs> they, exactly. Like it happened. Well, let so me quick. tell you about it. All right. Okay. Thank you, Ben. Throw, throw back, please. Okay. So in episode three. And then hour. they went on to talk about episode three for 15 minutes. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. We're going to make it last longer than that. So at the beginning of episode (laughs) three... Hold on, wait. Everybody grab a drink. Obi-Wan and Anakin were infiltrating. I was supposed to be the narrator, you know, Uh telling the audience what is happening as you just start talking about it. Yeah, and now I'm actually doing it. Oh, okay. I just felt like it wasn't landing the way I I envisioned it. Uh-huh. Oh, it landed. I'll, okay. Don't worry, I'll, I'll take all the other stuff out. <laughs> yeah, but don't take this part out. So Obi-Wan and Anakin, actually. <laughs> but you know what transition I'm talking about, right? Like, he flips on Obi-Wan so quickly, it almost was like kind of like, oh, something snapped in his head, and then all of a sudden now he just went to the dark side. Maybe it was well, like, yeah, because he turned like, her against him. Maybe it was like, oh, shit, this is episode three, and we haven't made him bad yet. Uh huh. Make, make yep. him bad. <laughs> that exactly. That's the quick switch that happened. They're like, well, we've already had two movies. We need to be able to have a bridge between three and four where there is a Darth Vader. Uh, how, how do we do that? Uh, uh, insert dialogue here. That kind of thing. That's the only way I I reconciled the fact that he decided to turn on Grace, even though he said that he's like, hey, we can leave whenever you want to. He keeps trying to get her to be able to escape. He turns his back on his family to do so. He even tells his mother who gave birth to him that he's like, nope, if it came down at the end of the day, I pick her over you guys. And then plot twist, he decides to not pick her. And that's the only way I can reconcile it, I think, unless you guys have a different explanation. I think it's that I guess the whole movie was kind of driving to the point that he was just trying to deny who he really was. They they brought up a whole bunch of good points. Like his mom said, if you didn't want to be here, you didn't have to be here, but you're here. Yeah, so like, there was a part of him that he want, you know, he, he knew what was going to happen. He wouldn't have let her draw a card if he knew it was bullshit. So. Yeah. But or he they... said as soon as that card came up, it's like, hey, let's leave, you know, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. They, did, they still played the game. But didn't he also say, like, somebody else decided they didn't want to play the game and they killed him, like, instantly? I don't know if he was clear, or but the dad kind of seemed like he knew what everyone else who didn't play died. But they were reported to have died in, like, fire, oh, house like, fire, uh, accident, etc. Oh, okay, okay. Like, but he, like, mentioned that they, they meaning maybe him and, like, the, was she an aunt or a grandma? The older yeah, yeah, because she was the one who her husband was killed, right? Oh, they had They sacrificed Right. No, but I, I was referring to the ones who didn't play the game and got exploded. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure if everyone was aware of that, if only, like, the dad and the grandma were aware of that. So, my big question was, if they were married, right, that means that she's part of the family now. If the husband decided to save her, would he have he still died anyways? Well, yeah, because I think the goal was to sacrifice Grace, and if they didn't, they would all die. Okay, so she would have been a widow regardless of the outcome. I believe so. Yeah, I, I someone, think that's what happened. Someone was dying. One of, it was either her or, or the entire, entire family. family. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Unless there's some other loophole they could have found. They do like a Flatliners thing, and they kill her, but then they bring her back. Wow. The family, do you think this is the story of the Milton Bradley family? This is like an actual story? 
Yes, it's definitely about how Milton Bradley made a deal with the devil and <laughs> how every year they must make a human sacrifice. No, the so only they one they add a new family member. Only oh, when they marry. Yeah, it wasn't like every year they had to do it. It was just any time that they added a new family member. You're right. Every time they added a new family member, they had to make a human sacrifice so that they could retain their wealth. So is that the reason why Milton Bradley doesn't have any more heirs and it's just a it's just a conglomerate co- composed of CEOs at this point? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to play it smart. You know, yeah. the best way to play the game is not play at all. Yeah. Whoa. Deep. Well, I think that's a good spot for us to end on. Any other additional thoughts you guys wanted to add about this movie? I did like the whole scene where, as far as like the depiction of the firearms, I did approve of that. I did like how she was trying to quietly load the gun and kept and it kept making little noises. But then the butler was like, you know, not really paying attention to it. But I was thinking, though, that if she, if she did shoot that guy with that gun, she would be like flat on her ass because that's like an <laughs> elephant gun. <laughs> yeah, we were all I was expecting that. I was like expecting for her to like fire it and then just have like a huge kickback and then her miss because of the kickback so bad. As like as graphic as like the rest of the movie was, I would not be surprised if she had like shot him and they just blew him in half from how from the force of that bullet. Yeah, I think that that would have been really satisfying to see. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, I think it, yeah, it would have been. Although I don't understand why like someone else got a gun, but then I thought Her they got gun all wasn't the, real. I thought they got all the weapons from because you know, he was like grandfather's weapons uh-huh. only because it's tradition. But it's like okay, so one of them had a, a you know the one who kept fucking up. She had a revolver, like so a small like, handgun, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So that ammo was real. So why wasn't the elephant gun that she had real? I don't know. I, I'm just gonna say that. Maybe because it was part of that main display. The other weapons were off to the side, so maybe that was just, like the butler said, decorative. I mean, I'm sure the gun was real, but why would the ammo be fake if the, oh, well, whatever. So that pretty much wraps up our review of Ready or Not. Pretty much, I think everybody can say it. Like, Go see it. I think it was really well done. It was a good um, time. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely was thrilling. Well, that, so let's talk about the movie for this week. Which I is clearly Angry going to Birds be... too. No. No. Angel has fallen. <laughs> I, Try no. again. I mean, I know I'm supposed to be like action movie guy, but like, no, I don't want to see that one. At least I don't want to spend money on it. Like, I would see Stuber before I would see Angel has fallen. I don't think Stuber's in theaters anymore. No, I'm just saying, like, when oh. it comes out, I will I will watch Stuber before I watch Angel has fallen. Not just because Stuber's probably going to make it to streaming first, but <laughs> if they're assuming they're both on and I haven't watched either of them, I will watch Stuber before I watch that one. But yeah, there's not a lot of movies out uh, this week. Overcomer? Wait, let me let me do a quick check on something. Let me see. Is it going to be possible? Damn it. What? Uh, let's Stuber? see. I was checking out because Harkins does Tuesday classic movies, but this week, Tuesday is going to be Steel Magnolias, which I don't have any interest in. Isn't that a Tom Cruise movie? I No, that's Vanilla Sky or something. Steel Magnolias has is like a old lady movie. Well, I guess maybe this is the week we see Dora and Dora and the Lost City. Can we see Dora at Krikorian? Possibly. <laughs> the Peanut Butter Falcon or Blinded by the Light. I feel like Dora would be more of a gold mine for commentary, though. That's right. Yeah. Then, then Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Oh, man. CGV just has a bunch of Korean movies. Yeah. 
Ooh, uh, that's what we're reviewing this week. BTS. We're not <laughs> seeing BTS. Maybe we can see. Maybe we can just see one of these random ass Korean movies and just comment on how we don't know what they're talking about. But there, <laughs> no, there but is actually a exactly Korean movie I do want to see. Is it BT? Bring the soul. No, oh, it's not. Bring the. God damn it. Bring the soul too. Coming out in. Oh, October. Uh, sorry. It's a bring the soul. Bring the God soul. Damn God damn it. No. Soul of Korea. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ben. <laughs> we won't we won't make any uh, Asian joke in the next six seconds. Oh, go ahead, say whatever you want. <laughs> I said okay. six seconds, David. <laughs> Starting start now. Hey. Urban, <laughs> go. You're running out of time. Segment is brought to you by Pandex Press. I can't hold it back any longer. I can't hold it anymore. Carter, <laughs> I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> Which rush hour is that one from? Case uh, close. It was like Proto 2, so. <laughs> it was at the end of 1, so. It, it was more 2 than it was. It was closer to 2 than it was closer to 1. You know what I mean? You can't argue that. It's just it's just facts. Ben, ben what were you going to say? So we're going to watch Dora. Oh. That's it? That's all you were going to say? Oh, well, I don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, I think you were saying you were going to tell us what Korean movie you wanted to actually see. Oh, right. Um, bring it to Seoul. Some... Yeah, it was Bring the Soul. God damn it. It's not bring... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, David, bring we're going to go soul. see Bring the Soul. Oh. We're actually going to see. We're actually going to see Bring the Soul, Wink. Is it uh, the battle roar to victory? Is it no. Exit? Is no, it no, it, it doesn't match October, so... But I'm assuming it's going to be showing at the CGV. It's going to be called Parasite. I heard that one's going to be pretty good. Parasite Eve? Yeah, it's Parasite Eve. They finally happy in the game? Yep, they are. Is that Fine. the one where she, the character was wearing mom jeans? I actually don't remember. I know she was, like, blonde or something, right? Yes. I, th- I feel like... I remember playing it, and I feel like she was walking around in mom jeans. That's all I could think about when I was... I don't know if it was Parasite Eve or if it was one of the Silent Hills. No idea. I think it was Parasite. No, it was Parasite Eve. I remember. I'm looking at the uh, the, orig- the original PlayStation cover. So yeah, Dora and the Lost City of Gold for our next movie. I really don't want to be in a movie theater by myself watching that movie. Okay. You won't. You'll have Ben with you. All right. Well, join us next week when we talk about Dora and the Lost City of Gold. See you guys next week. That's pretty much it. I'm <laughs> such an idiot. I'm trying. To <laughs> I'm trying to search for the th- the the theater that Korean theater by telling Did you. Typing Google... Korea, you <laughs> Google Korean theater, didn't you? No, no. I typed. I typed in. You know how we refer to it. Korean Google to know. What an idiot. Nice. We can take you anywhere dude you're probably gonna end up seeing it with ben i'm probably gonna have to go see it by myself and then make sure i'm wearing a sign that says no i'm not a pedophile my friends just dared me to come see this movie by myself and then they say that's exactly what a pedophile, what a pedophile would say, would say. <laughs>
So, uh, so I feel like my experience next week, what we're talking about our movie picks and like stuff that happened, oh, like, so I got thrown out of a, <laughs> it'll be a good. And now I am a registered sex offender. Yeah. It'll be a good. Uh, I mean, now. <laughs> what? Not a double uh, sex offender. <laughs> <laughs> now I can't go anywhere that now children. Now I can't live in a county that has a school. Or kids. <laughs> um, Can't live in this is, county uh, where there's a hospital. This is how Mindhunter season three starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every episode you get a little clip of uh, David, like episode one, season three, episode one. David's uh, as the cold open. David is uh, grocery shopping, and uh, he sees like a kid knock over some stuff. And then episode two. Well, I just kind of kind of feel like I'm kind of pseudo spoiling it, so I'll just stop. Season finale is David cold open in the theater watching Dory the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the see that at the end of the episode, it leaves a cliffhanger with him walking out of the theater, escorted by the police, <laughs> <laughs> escorted by Mindhunter. 